This episode contains depictions of violence. Lavender Scare presents Camp Stories by Scott Mooney. Try it one more time, Fisher. All right, uh... Welcome to the Moose Spruce Lodge, a historic campground with modern amenities. Nestled on the sunny coast of Big Sur, your California adventure starts here. Huh, okay. It'll do. For the night shift. What do you want from me, Fran? I'm a park ranger, not a car salesman. This script comes from way above me. Look, if I had it my way, our slogan would just be, The Moose Spruce Lodge. We haven't seen a bobcat yet this summer. Punchy. Thanks. Anyway, no late check-in scheduled, so just keep the place standing until morning and don't call me under any circumstances. Hey, handsome. Christ, Marcus, don't do that. Don't do what? Visit my handsome boyfriend to keep him company during the night shift? You made me spill my Snapple. Hey, thanks for coming by. Hey, yourself. How was your day? Slow, not many journalisms to do, so I spent most of my day in the records room. Still poking into the queer history of Big Sur? I am. I haven't updated my blog since before we started dating, so like... Uh, three months. Has it been that long? I know, sometimes it feels like longer. <laughs> well, yeah, three months is like two years in gay time. Pretty soon we're gonna have a rescue Pomeranian and a joint grinder account. Oh God, please not a Pomeranian. <laughs> Uh, so did you find anything good in the records room? I did. I have time for one story, then it's back to my comfy, luxurious bed. Rub it in. You're always invited. Uh, all right. Tell me your story, you tease. <laughs> okay, so the 1960s. Yes, I'm familiar. Big Sur becomes a hotspot for all the new age counterculture hippie shit. You know, Timothy Leary, Joan Baez, Aldous Huxley, all of them were up here at some point. The area gets steeped in astrology, meditation, and LSD. Man, my ex would have loved it. But per usual, those straights were just following what queers have been doing up here for decades. Have you heard of Camp Lakewind? No. Exactly. So since the early 50s, gays from San Francisco to Palm Springs have been coming here. Spiritualists, artists, psychonauts, mystics, all coming together to share their far out ideas. Eventually in the 60s, they set up a semi-permanent compound in an old summer camp for Christians, Camp Lakewind. It sounds kind of awesome. Just this free love commune with lots of yoga and sex parties. What happened to it? I couldn't find out. I dug up an awesome description from Susan Sontag when she visited in 72, but then nothing. No articles, no records, no Wikipedia page. It's just been abandoned for years. Another lost piece of queer history. I must say, for a bedtime story, this has a very unsatisfying ending. I know. I'm going to do more digging. Their property is still standing, so someone is still paying the taxes. If I can track them down, maybe petition them to see if I can get access. Wait, is this that blocked off road that turns off of Canyon View? Yeah, right by that bakery you refuse to go to. I told you, the creepy woman there always stares at me and gives me a free biscotti. How does a kind old lady make it a bad bakery? Have you ever even had biscotti? Never mind. My point is, that's a 15 minute drive from here. And you said it yourself, no one seems to be looking after the place. What are you saying? I'm saying I get off work at 4 a.m. If you can pull yourself from your comfy, luxurious bed, I say we go down there and jump the fence. 
What? Fish, we can't Come just- Come on, do you want to do some journalism or not? I bet there are some young gay tarot weirdos who would just love to hear the story of Camp Lakewind. How are you fine with breaking and entering but freaked out by Biscotti? Alright, come back here at four and we'll drive over. Careful. Jesus, I did not wear the right shoes for this. Wow, it's bigger than I expected. I get that a lot. Now come on. disgusting in here. What is this? Some sort of office-turned-raccoon litter box? Here, let me see your flashlight. Oh, man, look at all these books! Jackpot! <laughs> this one's called The Art of Gay Tantra. It's illustrated. <laughs> wow, yeah, they must have been doing a lot of yoga. Look at this position. Two snakes enter the beehive. Is that what you got up to with your hippie ex? <laughs> Alex? She wouldn't have been able to achieve this position exactly as pictured. Ah, so one of your infamous lady exes. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> what? Nothing, just the way you bite your lower lip when you're uncomfortable. I'm not uncomfortable. Alex actually used to do the same thing. It's cute. Oh. I don't know how I feel about that. That I think you're cute? Being compared to your ex-girlfriend. Oh. I'm sorry. Are you cool that I dated women? I still would, uh, hypothetically. If I got dragged off by a bobcat, you mean? I mean, there'd be a mourning period, but uh, seriously, is it weird for you? I don't know. Most of the guys I dated have been a gold star gaze. You know, they've never been with a woman. Yeah, I know the phrase. Not sure how much I like grading people's sexuality like it's an elementary school art project. Huh, I, I never thought about it like that. Marcus, I really like you. You're whip-smart, you make me laugh every 30 seconds, and your encyclopedic knowledge of Disney Channel original movies is, frankly, both incredible and disturbing. I'm drawn to people. I always have been, but you're the first person in a long time I've felt this way about. Since Alex? Basically, yeah. She was also incredibly passionate, curious to a fault, like a bad girl Luna Lovegood. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It was good for a while, but we were really young when we got together, so maybe that's why I felt so intensely, and that's what finally broke us up in the end, that intensity. Things got bad. Uh, anyways, I moved up here from L.A. partly to get a fresh start, so I wouldn't be around her. Oh, shit. I just did it, didn't I? <laughs> the lip-biting thing. <laughs> you did. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about all this. Being with you, it's it's unknown territory to me. Well, never mind how you're supposed to feel. How do you feel? Good. Really good. I haven't felt like this with someone in a while. Great. Uh, listen, why don't we grab these books and get back to the car? All of them? They're like two bookshelves worth. All right, how about I take an armful to the car and you look through the others and see what's important. Really? You want to split up in the abandoned cult compound? I'm a park ranger. I'll be fine. Besides, I'm really just trying to get some alone time with the art of gay tantra. Yeah, okay. I guess that means we can get out of here faster. Be back in a jiff.
even get your head down that far? Oh, that's not his head. Hello? Is anybody... Babe, we need to go. I, I heard something out there. I don't know. Maybe a coyote or a bobcat. This was a bad idea. I found something. What? Now's not the time. Fish, please look at this. Are those police reports? I found this binder. I don't know. They were trying some sort of ceremony. We should just go. The sun is up soon. If there are any animals around, shouldn't we stay inside here until it's safe? I guess? What do you mean ceremony? What did you read? I found an old journal from one of the heads of the Camp Lakewind compound. They were active much longer than I thought. They just went underground. Got obsessed with transcending the trap of the mind-body dichotomy. What? They believed we were all creatures of energy and that while society looked down on queer love, all love is just the joining of energy, no matter what body it's in. Sounds like standard mystic shit. It was for a while. Soon they went from crystals and healing to something else. Sex rituals, animal sacrifices, some really dark shit. They thought they could release themselves from the bonds of their human forms, become something else beyond gender, beyond race, beyond body. Uh, okay, so they went out of their minds. Most cults do. They started putting people through something called the Gestalt. I don't know what it was. I, I can't find the details. Why are there police reports? It didn't work. They had to keep hiding bodies in the woods. Bodies? The records get spotty. They tried to write it off as animal attacks or accidental drownings, but Fisher. The date of the last gestalt attempt was last month. Camp Lakewind is still being used. Okay, fuck this. We need to go now. We can take these journals to the police or something. This picture, it's... No. No, 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 no. Fish. It's Alex. One of the bodies they recovered. What? I don't believe it. It doesn't... She can't... That report says it was from three years ago. Have you heard from her since then? No, no, that wasn't long after we broke up. Fish, I'm so, so sorry. I can't imagine... What did they do to her, that ritual? I don't know, I was reading... The journal said something about a place called the Springs, somewhere in the compound. It's where the gestalts took place. It's getting light out. We're going. Fish. I have to see it. This is a lot. Are you sure you don't want time to... process, maybe? I need to see where they took her. Then I'm coming with you. here. Are those symbols on the walls? What did they do here? It seems like they set this place up as a place of transformation. They believed that when someone was submerged in these sacred waters, they could leave behind their body, become a being of pure energy. They drowned her? It wasn't drowning to them. It was... Metamorphosis. They saw it as a celebration, a new birth. Marcus, 
It was scary at first, the hands pushing the old body down, holding it until the new form was ready to take shape. What do you mean? But that first gulp of water, the thing that was supposed to bring death, drowning and ending, it filled me, changed me. I became something new. Stop it, this isn't funny. I was no longer just one thing, trapped in one miserable body, fixed and decaying. The same miserable skin sack until I died. Instead, I was energy capable of true transformation. I could be whatever I wanted, be with whomever I wanted. I, I can't, let's just get out of here. We're not going anywhere. No, Marcus. No, let me go. Uh, no, no, this is it, babe. Finally, you'll see what I've been through for you. So I could always be with you. What the fuck? So I could be with you at work, be your friend, be your confidant. Watch you as you dozed at your desk during the afternoon shift. Fran? You still don't get it. It's always been me. Alex? Your one night stand in Vegas. The cute guy you check out during your morning run. The old lady at the bakery who gives you a smile and biscotti. I'm always with you. But they found your body. You're dead. My old body was no longer needed. It was just a relic of the small fraction of a person I was. But this me can be everything to you. What? No, no. Baby, Let I did go. this for us. No, you're sick, Alex. I'm sick? All I ever did was love you. But you always wanted more, more, more. How, how could I be what you needed back when I was just that lonely, lovesick girl? I just wanted you, the way things were in the beginning. We both know that's not true. But it's okay, baby. Now we can be together in whatever way we choose. Our bodies flowing into each other, changing like the wind. What are you talking about? You're finally ready now. I wasn't sure, but after these last three months, now I know you're ready for the gestalt. No, I don't want to become whatever you are. I know, it's scary, but once you push through, once you get rid of all that's holding you back, it's really just- Alex, listen to me. I didn't want this. Whatever you thought I wanted, it was all in your head. You were just two young, fucked up kids. But now we can be more. We can be a whole universe of people to each other. Even more than people. Listen. Now, that was you? I know you thought you could never fill that empty hole in you, that gaping pit of need that always wanted something new, a fresh face. I can be all of that. I can be anything. And d does it hurt? Only at first. And I could be anyone I wanted. Anyone, anything, just like me. We'll complete each other. I'm not empty, Alex. You can't fill me. And no matter what you thought, I can't fill you. I'm sorry. Baby, why are you making this difficult? Don't call me that. It's going to be perfect. You'll see. I don't it's... want this. I don't want you. Just come here. No. no. I, I love you. No. no. Stop. Ah. Stop. Ah. Ah. 
I did this for us. Camp Stories was written by Scott Mooney, directed by C.J. Ariano, and produced by Molly Pease. Starring Scott Mooney as Fisher, Dan Leahy as Marcus, Becca Levine as Fran, and Ariel Denrak as Alex. With original music by Jesse Case, and sound design and mix by Victoria Salazar. Original art was produced by Nikki Wicks. Special thanks to Elizabeth Ricks and Jason Culver. Get in touch at lavenderscarepodcast at gmail.com.